You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here. And now it's time to get started. And welcome back to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. My name is Pyle, and today we are talking all about intuition. Firstly, I know I missed last week. Um, if you guys are following me on Instagram, I did fill you in a little bit that I had um, some harder news come up where it's someone we really care about, and I just needed to give my time and attention there, so I didn't have time to record um, my podcast for the week, and so that's why we missed a week. However, this week is such a fun episode because we're talking all about intuition, and in the manifestation space, in spirituality, intuition is huge, right? We know our intuition is probably the number one way that we can connect to our higher self. It's kind of like, I like to think of your intuition as like the channel between you and the universe. It's almost like the universe's direct form of communication with you is your intuition. And I know there's so many question with questions when it comes to your intuition, like how do you know it's your intuition? What does your intuition even feel like? Like, will it sound like a voice? Like how, what if I'm doubting it or what if I'm ignoring it or can it be wrong? Um, so your intuition is everything that is in alignment with you. And I think the biggest misconception we have is that what's in alignment for us will always like stay forever kind of thing. So what I'm referring to here is my intuition told me for a long time that I wanted to be a management consultant. That was like my dream job at the time for such a long time. And that was what my intuition told me. I followed it. I got that job in the most unexpected manner, but I didn't keep that job forever and I ended up hating it. So now that's a question for me and for kind of us to explore. Does that mean my intuition was wrong? Does that mean that my intuition like was not looking out for me? I don't believe so. I believe that I needed to get that consulting job not only to boost my like confidence and my like awareness of how good of a professional I can be, but also I learned a lot at that job. I met a lot of people. I learned about how the world worked in a different lens. And then also I met Tom and like we were able to build that relationship together. And I feel like if I didn't go through that job and the pain and the hate I had for that job, I wouldn't have been motivated to start this business because I needed a way out and it came from the heart. And so I think a really big misconception we have is that your intuition will always be guiding you in a direction that is conventionally or traditionally easy or conventionally or traditionally like forever. Like we think if we listen to our intuition, like nothing can go wrong. And in my opinion, that's true. However, our definition as society of what's wrong is so skewed, right? Like we think if something is even remotely difficult or remotely just not picture perfect, it's wrong. We think that if something happens a week later than it's supposed to, that there's a big deal. Like our definition of wrong and incorrect is so specific and so rigid that that's what I wanted to call out is I really don't believe our intuition can be wrong. I don't believe that there's even a such thing as wrong things like you're manifesting the wrong thing for yourself because I think everything is meant to create more clarity. But that's a very 
non-traditional approach. It's very hard to do. And I still find that hard to do. So I'm not saying like, oh, it's so easy for me in the moments where things are not going my way. It is hard for me. Looking back, it's so easy for me to be like, oh yeah, that was meant to be. But the way to kind of strengthen and touch base with your intuition more often is actually connecting with it daily. Even if it has nothing to do with what you're manifesting, even if it has nothing to do with your spirituality, if it has nothing to do with kind of aligning with your higher self, your intuition can be strengthened. It literally is a muscle, Um, just like so much of kind of our self-development work is. Your intuition is another muscle you can strengthen. And to strengthen a muscle, you need to work it out. You need to exercise. You need to practice using it more often than not. So I'm going to share some examples on how you can use your intuition and strengthen and exercise your intuition in your daily life with some fun little techniques. I'll share as many that come up. I have three at the surface of my mind that are things that we all do every single day, but we'll we'll go for it and see where it comes. Um, the thing I want to share also before diving into kind of the actual tangible techniques is your intuition is something that's always there. It's something that doesn't ever die down. It doesn't ever turn off. It is always a part of you. It is always within you. The thing is, is we just sometimes lose it and we don't know which voice to trust. You probably hear your intuition often, um, but your intuition isn't logical. That's the biggest way to kind of determine if it's your intuition or more of like your ego or your fear-based voice. Your intuition is always going to just be like a hit. I have made this chart and I'm trying to think of it so I can remember what all the things that I had in it, but it was like, what is your intuition versus like your ego voice? And your intuition always, once you do it, it feels expansive. Your ego, once you do it, feels a little more restrictive. And intuition is always rooted in opportunity and possibility, whereas ego-based thoughts and decisions are always rooted in lack. They're always rooted in fear So I think that's the biggest way you can kind of see where it's coming from. However, once again, that is nuanced, right? Because maybe your intuition is telling you to take a different route home. And this has actually happened to me where my intuition told me like, let's just take surface streets today. Let's not take the highway. So I was taking the surface streets. And then later on, someone says, hey, there was a really big accident on the I-10, which is like the highway I take to get to my house. And I was like, hmm, like, was that my intuition just protecting me from being involved or just even seeing it, whatever it was? Um, But technically, is that a fear-based or is that in possibility? Like that is such a perceptive thing, right? That is my opinion. Like, is it my opinion that that was out of fear or is it my opinion that that was actually out of possibility and expansion and protection? So there are indicators whether or not your, if it's your intuition versus like your ego or just like a pattern that's repeating itself. But because so much of that is, it's not black or white and it's so dependent on your opinion of it and your kind of lens of the world and your worldview. It is very hard for me to tell you like on a podcast, like this is your intuition or this is not. Um, because there are so many situations I've seen with people, right? Like I've had currently right now, we have family friends battling some really hard stuff. And some of the news that they're told, like 
they're like, wow, that's amazing. And then sometimes they make decisions out of complete fear or lack, even though in their minds, they think they're making it out of intuition. And that's my perception. Like for them, it could be their intuition. But for me, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. So it's very hard for anybody else, no matter who it is, to help you understand your intuition. And I know that is so hard. And I know that's frustrating. Um, But seriously, I think this is the most authentic way I can explain what different lenses and different experiences your intuition can pop up as. Your intuition can pop up in so many different avenues of your life. I strengthen and use my intuition in some of my daily decision-making because the things that are irrelevant, right? Like it's not a big deal. It's not oh, am I going to hire this person or that person? Of course, I use my intuition there as well. However, that's kind of a much bigger decision. So I love playing with my intuition on a daily basis with much smaller and lighter decisions that are not going to have a huge impact on me and kind of just taking note and keeping like a mental journal, mental documentation of, hmm, when I listened to that, that happened. When I didn't listen to that, that happened. And just playing with it. It is not... um, it's not a math problem. I think like that's the biggest thing I always comes to my head, right? Is I feel like so many people want like, pile. please tell me exactly how to surrender. And I'm like, I can give you steps, but like how you interpret those steps and how you apply those, I cannot control. Like I can do everything I can try, but it's not a math problem. It is not like two plus two equals four. Like it's not say six affirmations and do intuitive eating for one hour a day and listen to a guided meditation for channeling your intuition. And you will, no matter what, guarantee have a deeper relationship with your intuition. It is not that straightforward. And I know that is hard. I know that is vague. And for some of my very structured um, listeners out there, I understand. I get that frustration. But what I want you to do is the biggest thing that helped me in all of this frustration on the manifestation journey because manifestation, we think it can be so structured, but it's so not. Like it is the opposite of structured. It is contradictory. What helped me is to try not so hard to make sense of it. I don't have to mentally understand it with my conscious mind um, because when we try so hard to make sense of it, we're creating resistance. We're adding way too much logic in a concept that is not really logical. Like logic is like math or maybe physics, like those types of things are logic. And yes, manifestation is rooted in quantum physics and there is evidence of it, but like how we can actually live it and how we can practice manifestation is not rooted in quantum physics. Like the way and the reason manifestation works is science backed and factually backed and it's real, but the way we practice it, we are such complex beings. We have so much stuff individually that impacts us is that it's not a black and white thing for anyone. It is not as simple as a math problem that has one answer. Like it just doesn't work that way. So with your intuition, I cannot guarantee you that you're going to figure out when it's your intuition or not. What I ask you to do is practice these exercises so you can start to familiarize yourself with your intuition because it is so powerful to use your intuition with like the bigger things in life, right? Like when it comes to your soulmate, when it comes to 
I don't know, like picking your job or your dream job or making big decisions, like which home to buy. Like your intuition is beautiful there. Like it is so magical how it can work and how things can fall into place when you live by your intuition. But that's very hard to jump to when you have been operating through logic and fact ever since that point. So what I recommend doing is adding in intuition strengthening exercises and practices throughout your day um, just to work it out and to familiarize yourself with what it feels like when your intuition is right. Once again, I'm showing air quotes for anyone who's not watching on video, but like once again, when your intuition is right up to you, right? Like your definition of correct or right that's something you can familiarize yourself with and understand, hey, this is what it feels like. This is my body's response to my intuition. This is my current relationship with my intuition. Because for some people will hear their intuition, like some people hear a voice. And this goes into the Claire's, like clairvoyance, clairaudience. It goes into all of like these psychic senses, which we all have. Um, we all have within us. And there's a beautiful book on this called You Are Psychic. My mother-in-law gifted it to me, actually, because she's clairaudient. Like she hears things like she hears like voices in her head to say, like, stop the car or you need to, I don't know, talk to them. Like she hears a voice. I've only experienced that literally once in my life. And it scared the crap out of me because I was like, whoa, I've never heard that. And I've actually never heard it again, probably because I was so scared of it. Um, so we have different clairs. I think there's like eight of them, I believe, but it's kind of like your senses. It's just enhanced. It's like a more, like you're more tuned into that sense. Um, it's like, you can hear some people can see some people just have a knowing. And I think that's what most of us assume and associate with intuition is that it's a knowing, but there's way more beyond intuition that it's not always an internal knowing for some people. It is just like, you do know it for some people. It is a feeling. And that's one of them for me is I experience like bodily sensations. Like I experience full body goosebumps or I experience, um, like a pit in my stomach or like a heaviness in my chest. Like I can feel the sensation in my body. And that's a really big way I know that my intuition is working with me and talking to me. The other thing I experience is vision. I see sometimes like flashes of light. I see auras. Like I see some of those things, but I haven't like put two and two together in terms of using that like on purpose. Like I don't know how seeing someone's aura is going to help me make an intuitive decision, really. Like, I can't, I haven't figured or practiced that enough yet. However, for me, the feeling and the knowing is super powerful. For some people, it is the audience, so hearing, um, if you hear voices. For other people, it is, I think, smell. I could be making that up, but I think it's a smell one, too. So I, there's lots of different clairs that can show up as your intuition. So your intuition isn't always just a knowing, like you might have a different version of what your intuition communicates to you with. And that's why these daily exercises are going to be so helpful because you can start to practice and be like, Hmm, where did I feel this? Or where did I experience this sensation? Or did I hear something? Or how did I know? Like you can play with it and see where it's showing up for you and how it's showing up for you. I always get a ton of questions in my DMs from people asking how I can manifest X. 
The truth is you can really manifest anything as long as it's for the greatest good. And if you're having trouble manifesting something right now, or you feel stuck on your journey, I have a really beautiful resource I've made for you. It's a free quiz. It's called the Manifestation Archetype Quiz. And it's something that I've created so you can find out your manifestation style to give you more clarity on your spiritual journey. After taking the quiz, you're going to receive the best resources for your specific archetype to help you attract your desires based on where you're at and what you want to create. So you can find a link to the quiz in the show notes or just head to my website at www.affirmation-addict.com. So into the daily exercises, the first daily exercise I want to share with you, it's something we all do every day, and that is intuitive eating. I can do a whole episode on this. I honestly think I have long ago, Um, but intuitive eating, I'm going to give you one just quick technique. If you're like me and you're so indecisive in what you want to eat, I, what I do is I will go to the fridge or just in bed when I'm ready for breakfast, I'll just be like, what sounds good to me today? And then nothing comes to mind usually. And I go through this laundry list of, okay, I have this in the fridge. Maybe I can order a bagel. And I go through all of these things and I narrow it down to two, right? Ultimately, however you get there, narrow it down to two things and say, intuition, what should I eat today? And just wait, literally just wait for a response. Maybe you'll immediately see a flash of an image. Maybe you'll like smell the food that you would be smelling. Like maybe you'll kind of remember the smell of something. Maybe you'll kind of taste it or maybe your stomach will growl at the thought of something. So just play with it. It is so fun. Um, And see like intuition, what does my body need today? And where intuitive eating comes up is you're not looking at the traditional diet culture. You're not looking at the traditional meanings we assign to foods and ingredients and our eating habits. Instead, you're using your intuition to serve your body. And my favorite example for this is our bodies know what we need in that moment and it changes day by day. And take this with a grain of salt, like I'll go fully into just like I don't know, anti-inflammatory, all of those things is a whole separate thing. Um, But just strictly from the version of intuitive eating is when you look at your body, your body, when it's craving something, it is probably for a reason. So people will say, right, like a kale smoothie is so healthy, but a burger is so unhealthy. And depending on what your body is craving, a burger might actually serve you better than that kale smoothie because your body might need the carbs. Your body might need like the super saucy dressing on that burger. And it might not be suited well for like the raw vegetables in that smoothie that day. And that is just my favorite example because I've experienced that where sometimes like I will crave like these different things and when I eat it, I'm like, wow, I did need that. Um, but it's not saying like, okay, if you're craving fast food all the time, go eat that. That's not what I'm saying. It's more so like, just observe how your body feels. Like if your body feels good after long-term after that might actually be what you needed in that moment. Does that mean you have to eat a burger over a kale smoothie every single day? No. Like there are days I will always crave like a smoothie or a juice or a salad. Like I want that fresh raw feeling, but not always. Like sometimes I want cooked. And there's so many different versions of how intuitive eating can pop up. So maybe I will record a podcast episode on that if that's helpful for you. I learned a lot about intuitive eating paired with, um, I don't even know what to call it, like 
allergen aware diet. It's not even a diet, but like just different allergens, right? Like gluten, dairy, soy, um, all of these kind of common allergens, especially in the US, because our food system is very different than that across the world. So that was something that brought me so much awareness. And we did a liver cleanse actually, because our acupuncturist recommended it. And it was three weeks. I shared about it on my Instagram and it changed the game for me. I learned so much about my body and what it eats and what, what makes it feel good and what makes it feel not so good. And so if this is of interest to you, I can totally share an in-depth kind of liver cleanse recap, intuitive eating recap, just food and how food affects your energy and how it honestly affects your manifestation. If that's of interest, send me a DM so I can make sure it is something that enough of you are interested in. Okay. Number two, very, very similar is when you are getting ready for the morning or you're going out somewhere or you're going to dress, get dressed for the day. Use your intuition in terms of what color you want to wear. I love doing this. In my intention is I pair it with my chakras because all chakras have a color. So I'm like, okay, what color feels good? You might be asking, you wear so much beige and white and black. Like what chakras are those associated with? I associate like white with like lightness energy and I associate black with more shadow energy. And that's how I interpret it. Please assign your own meanings to things though. Um, So what I do is I kind of check in and I'm like, okay, what color do I want to wear today? And seriously, recently I have been craving wearing neon colors and I'm just so scared because they're so bright. Like with Indian clothes, I'll wear neon colors all day. Like I only wear bright colors, but with like American and Western clothes, I can... I love like that neutral because I don't have to have so many items of clothing like I can rewear and recycle. So that is my other tip for you is ask yourself like what color do I want to wear today? What color do I want to channel today? And in my mind, I'm thinking what chakra needs a little bit more love today. And that's how I balance it. So say I'm like, I want to wear all black today. I'm like, okay, maybe my shadow side needs a little bit more love. If I'm wearing, if I'm like, hmm, I kind of want to wear blues. I'm like, okay, my throat, maybe my self-expression and just play with that and see if the color you picked that morning resonates with the energy that helped you through the day or that you needed, or did it create any patterns? Did you notice any patterns in that area of your life? That's number two. And then the third one I want to share with you is with your intuition, like using your intuition when you are just connecting and choosing how you want to continue your day. I know that not everyone has a luxury of like building their own schedule completely. However, what not even including work, right? Aside from your work day, aside from how much ever you work, your important tasks for the day, how else can you fill your day? What other things, what is one thing you can do to just amplify your energy? And this, I always do this in the sense like, is it my spiritual practice? Is it saying affirmations? Is it going on a walk? Is it craving a certain type of movement? Like I always basically do, and I'm kind of clubbing this all under one. It's like one intuitive activity I want to do a day. And it's to serve my soul, to nurture me and something that will just 
helped me in ways I couldn't even imagine. That's kind of the intention I ask myself with. So I'll be like, intuition, what is one thing that we just really want to do today? Some days it's like, you got to go take a nap. Some days it's take a bath. Some days it's go call your mom and text your parents and hang out with them and have dinner with them. Some days it's go play in the garden and look at your flowers and your herbs. Other days for me, it's go to the gym and do like a very heavy lift workout. Other days it's do red light therapy and do some Pilates under the red light. So it can be, I mean, all the examples I gave you was like movement, affirmations, relationships, and it can be through anything, but it's like, think of one intuitive activity or intuitive task, if you want to call it, or experience that you want to do for yourself each day. It can be as small as like make yourself a cup of a certain type of tea. Um, You can obviously see the patterns in my priorities in life, right? It's like food, skincare, spirituality. Those are in my family and relationships. That is what really makes up who I am. And so it might be something totally different for you. Um, Maybe you are like a musician or a dancer or you have a corporate job and your intuition tells you that you want to walk down a different street today. I don't really know because that used to be me when I lived in Chicago. So that's what I thought of. Um, So just play with that. Like invite your intuition to show up in your daily life. So just as a quick recap, it's going to be through food, through what color you're wearing through the day, and then just an activity of some sort, whatever that looks like for you, whatever that means for you. Just one random act of intuition. So do that for yourself. And play with those. And you can do all three of them in a day. Like your intuition, connecting with your intuition takes seconds, um, especially in these daily strengthening exercises. And if you do want to go deeper, I do have a really, really powerful meditation inside of Affirmit, which is our membership. So it's basically a meditation to help you receive downloads and channel your intuition. I love it. I listen to it when I feel kind of heavy and I need help making a decision. That's when I listen to that meditation because I'm like, okay, I need my intuition to come through because I don't know what to do. When you feel lost, when you feel like you're battling between two different decisions, I tap into that meditation and I'm like, okay, intuition, lead me through. So I hope this was helpful. I hope your intuition can strengthen with all of these. And I know I mentioned a book. I will link that in the show notes. And other than that, thank you for all of your love as always. And I will talk to you super soon. Bye. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you can rate, interview the podcast and share it on your social media. So I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today. And I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy. 